from MLB.com. He's our friend, and he's a good friend. At least to me, he's a good friend. Uh, are you still a good friend of Craig Heist? As always, but, you know, there are times when he uh, frustrates me. Well, I mean, he's ruined your Right, right back at you there, buddy boy. He's, he's ruined your Yankees, hasn't he? Yeah, I always blame him for everything when it comes to the Yankees. Yeah. Why, why is that? Yeah, because he's a Yankee hater. Oh, he's a Yankee hater. Yeah, pretty much. You know, he's also a Duke hater, too. He hates Duke. There's a a common theme of the things he hates. They're all great. Yeah, right. Yankees, Duke, yeah. Yeah, when was the last time the Yankees won a World Series? What, is it 09, I think? 09. Yeah. 09. Yeah. When's the last time the Orioles or the Nats won one? Just saying. Yeah, I'm just just saying. Just saying. Okay. Just saying. Um, Bill Latson, we wanted to have you on. Uh, first of all, what's current status of your uh, pursuit of a, a new kidney? Well, I'm going to the Mayo Clinic uh, this weekend, in fact, and uh, I'm going to see if I can be put on a list uh, in uh, Rochester, Minnesota, and and that's about it. I'm just going to, you know, have uh, everything checked, and instead of having. Uh, my name on one list. Mm-hmm. I decided to have it more, you know, on both of us. So that's about it. All right. And again, your your blood type is what? O negative. O negative, which is very rare, and that's, that's one of the reasons we we sort of I hate to use the term promoted. We put it out there. If somebody out there knows of somebody with uh, O negative blood that would be a, a donor. Uh, we're, we're really anxious to help our friend Bill Latson, and, and we wish you well out there. How long are you going to be out at the Mayo Clinic for two or three days? I'm going to be out, I'll be out there for a week. A and, week? And, uh, I'll, I'll be, I'll be back, uh, by the third game between the Yankees and the Orioles. Okay. Well, are you going to, is, are the Twins opening at home? Uh, they are, but I'm not going to those games. Okay. All right. But you'll be watching. You'll be watching. Yes, I will be. All right. What do you make, uh, Bill Latson, of this? You know, the last two winners, we've watched these free agent contracts take forever to get accomplished. And this year, they took forever to get accomplished. Still have two big names out on the market in Dallas Keuchel and Craig Kimbrell. And we can get into the reasons why they're still out there, which I think are mostly driven by the players' unrealistic demands. But what do you make of now... The most recent, the last two weeks, it seems like every day there's one or two significant extensions of players that aren't even at the free agency period. I think you look at players who are really, really great. Yeah, I mean, you talk about Bregman, you talk about Mike Trout. I mean, those guys are, you know, have years and years to put up good numbers. So, I mean, I think the Houston Astros and the Angels respect, respectfully see that, you know, these guys are going to have great years. And, yes, why not give them a, a long-term deal? I mean, we've seen Bregman has been in the league two full seasons, and look what he's, he's accomplished. He won a World Series, uh, had big hits. Trout, every, every since he's been in the league, he's either in the top three in MVP voting or he's the MVP. So, I, I, I think they're – deserving of those contract extensions, and, uh, you know, that's about it. Bill, with Trout, though, uh, you're you're looking at a guy who is noted as being the best player in the game. 
and the money and the years don't surprise me, but there are a lot of people out there who talk about, is he getting the recognition with the Angels, and even though they're playing in L.A., that kind of thing, or down in Anaheim, they're always going to be second fiddle to the Dodgers out there. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, and I'm just thinking whether or not, you know, and I know Bryce was talking about, you know, a couple of years from now, we get him here on the Phillies, go back home, have him play in his hometown, that kind of thing. But, I mean, is he going to get the recognition and his due, do you think, playing with the Angels? I think he's already received his due. I mean, look at the MVPs he's won. Look yeah, how well, yeah. I'm, I'm not arguing that. I know he's a great player, but I'm just saying there's a lot of people out there that just feel like with him playing for the Angels, and especially if they don't improve their ball club, uh, you know, he might not get the total, you know, amount of uh, publicity, respect, the whole nine yards uh, that he may play in somewhere else in a big market. I, I listen. I, I disagree in the sense that I think he's received the recognition already. I think people already know who he is. I think it's a matter of. I think is he going to be another Ernie Banks where. He's this great player who's never been to the World Series. So now, if he if he winds up being that player, and and he doesn't win a World Series, is he still a Hall of Fame player? Oh, there's no question about it. I mean, yeah, he's a Hall of Fame player. Well, well, no, no. My my point to this yeah, is my point to this is you know when when we talk together, you know, and have these discussions back and forth, right? And and. Bill will tell me or give me an example of a Hall of Fame. And I say, you know, you might as well just say Ernie Banks isn't a Hall of Fame player right, then. Right, right. You know, because he, he 512 home runs, you know, and mm-hmm. that kind of thing. And and Bill thinks that because he said let's play two, that meant, yeah, let's go out and lose two today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but you, you know, I got to tell you, though, I think uh, Mike Trout uh, – you know, has received the recognition. I think people know who he is. I just think it's a matter of if he wants to become, let's say, the Michael Jordan of baseball, I think he's going to have to win a, uh, a champion, a World Series, where, you know, you, it'll be tough to interview him, you know, stuff like that. So I, I think uh, Trout, everyone know, knows who he is, but. Yeah, I mean, it would be nice to get that World Series. It seems like they have the farm system to get it done. Will it be this year? I don't know. But, I mean, I think it will happen. So, when I asked you the question, you answered it based on Trout, Arenado, Bregman. Those are, of course, players that we would expect. But what about the extensions suddenly for Brandon Lowe, Eloy Jimenez? I mean, the White Sox committing – what, about $75 million to a guy who has not batted in a big league game? That's pretty staggering, isn't it, Bill? Yeah, but, but you know what, though? I think now, the goes to show you how much this game has changed. I think now, by him and his getting this contract, I think it's based on analytics. It's not based on the, um, the naked eye on scouts. I think they think that they see a guy based on analytics who's going to really perform for them for the next few years. So I, I think analytics has a lot to do with it also. I mean, interesting. I, I think it's not based on what we see with the naked eye anymore. That is, that's very interesting. Very interesting. Because from my, 
My way, she, the, from where, my angle, I remember, you remember when the Astros about five years ago, six years ago, signed John Singleton to a contract for, I think it was about $10.5 million. Right. And, and I'll never forget big bad Bud Norris popped off saying, oh, he left so much money on the table. Who's giving him advice? And this was a guy that clearly, remember, he's a guy that uses marijuana quite a bit, and I'm not saying that's bad, but he wasn't driven to be a great baseball player, and he never was, but yet he was able to bank $10 million. Yeah, I mean, I'll tell you, though, uh, I just think that, uh, you know, I, I just think, you know, today analytics it, it plays a big part in why a lot of these players now are getting extensions because they, they're looking into the future. I mean, I mean, the Yankees have been talking about it for years now. It looks like they gave Aaron Hicks a long-term deal. And Aaron Hicks, I, I must say that my eyes were raised when Aaron Hicks was given that contract. But I, I don't think it has anything to do with the scouting eye. I think it has to do with analytics. They see what he can do uh, for a long period of time, and that's why a guy like Aaron Hicks, for example, got their long-term deal. Bill, let me ask you this. Uh, we are, we were talking with Mel Anton <laughs> earlier. Uh, do you think that uh, the National League East is the best division in baseball this year heading into it? I would say so without a doubt. Um, I just think that, uh, you know, the Phillies are going to be tough. The Mets, Braves, Nationals, of course, of exception of the Marlins. Although the Marlins are having a great spring training, um, it's not going to be very easy. And uh, you got to say the Phillies are, are the best team. Well, I mean, from a pitching standpoint, would you give the edge to the Nationals? Over the Phillies? Because I still think the Phillies need some work with their rotation. Yeah, yeah, I would give it to the Nationals, but I, I just think that uh, Bryce Harper has improved that team in a big way. And, uh, you know, again, we have to wait and see. I, you know, if you look at all five teams in the National East, they are question marks no matter how you look at it. So it's just the best team that comes out of it uh, will win that division. I still say right now the Phillies are the favorite. All right. Uh, what do you think? What do you think in terms of uh, the Central Division? Because a lot of people think that you know the the National League East and the National League Central are probably going to vie for being the two toughest divisions in baseball. Um, say that again, Craig. I'm sorry. No, I said I said that. What about the NL Central in that regard? A lot of people are putting, and we were talking with Mel Antonin earlier about this. A lot of people think that. You know the the central could pretty much rival the east as far as the competitiveness. Yeah, central. I mean, could be tough. I mean, uh, you know, the Reds are really uh, going to be good this year. So, I mean, I actually picked the Reds uh, to win the division. Believe it or not. Wow. And, uh, yeah. So I think the the Reds have improved. I think they improved their pitching. Um, I think they, and, you know, the hitting has always been there. All right. Uh, I, I just think it's a matter of, you know, staying healthy. You are heading out to uh, Minnesota then uh, this week, right? Yes, I am. And uh, what, are you, what are you hoping, Bill, uh, in, in conversations with doctors? What are you hoping uh, comes out of this? I'm hoping that uh, they can help me find a kidney. I mean, my blood type is rare. 
And uh, this is just a matter of being putting, I'll put on another list. And uh, I was going to say, is this just about kind of speeding up the process, what you and I were talking about earlier? Yes, it is speeding up the process. And, uh, you know, it's been, you know, frustrating at times. But, you know, I have to keep a positive attitude. And uh, as long as I do that, and uh, I'll be okay. Well, you've well let me, let you've me, certainly done yeah, that. You, you have an amazing attitude about this thing, and I think it's great that you're you're kind of crossing all the T's, dotting all the I's and crossing all the T's on your efforts to find a new kidney. Uh, and we wish you, you know, we you're in our prayers all the time, Bill. We appreciate your being part of the show, and uh, we think you're a terrific, terrific writer. All right? Thank you. I appreciate it. Your your taste in friends is a little well, suspect, yeah. but, you know. <laughs> We'll get past people, that. People question me too. So, <laughs> hey, hey, last thing I got for you because I do know you follow the Yankees. I got my baseball draft tomorrow, tomorrow morning. Uh, Yankees don't have a starting rotation that features a Chris Sale or a Kluber or a Bauer or Verlander, but it's pretty darn good if Severino's healthy. But right now, as the season's about to begin. Only three of their five projected starters are healthy. Who's going to fill out the rotation the first three weeks of the season, four weeks? Is it going to be Sessa and German or Sessa and Loisiga? I think it's Loisiga and uh, Sessa. Okay. And um, I don't think uh, German's going to make it. Uh, he could. I don't know. But, you know, it's still – we've got a week to go, so, so we'll see. But uh, – I mean, it's going to be tough. It's, I mean, the Yankees, you know, they have an easy schedule to start the season. Yeah, if well, they don't go, if they don't go eight and zero, I mean, that'll be that'll be tough, man. I mean, they should go undefeated. I mean, they face the Orioles and they face the Tigers. That's an easy schedule. Well, so, certainly uh, not the greatest pitching in the world. Do you see any way Sessa can cement in the three four weeks? Could he cement? A rotation spot? He could. I mean, you just never know, though. I mean, uh, I mean, like, if you're a Yankee, you know, it's it's like you got to get off to a great start. You can't be mediocre. You got to be good from the very beginning. So we'll see. We'll see. I, I, you know, I hope so, but you just don't know. All right. Well, listen, we greatly appreciate your coming on. We wish you the best of luck out in Rochester, Minnesota at the Mayo Clinic, and we'll ha- we'll talk to you in the next couple of weeks, all keep, right? Keep me posted. All right, keep us posted, it. Bill. Thanks.